0: This is Sports Radio 100.9, The myth. You've waited patiently all day. All oh, week. They were patient. They didn't get rushed. But Great Lakes Bay Region, we finally arrived. At the payoff. the payoff from high school. Whizzlick inside with the two-hand flush
1: to college. Just wait until March pro to the pros. I'm glad Stafford donated money. I didn't get any of that
0: money. We cover everything a Michigan sports fan could want. This is uncharted territory. And now here they are.
1: It's, it's the payoff. pay-off. Day. Welcome back. 100.9 The Mit, the payoff you're listening. Ben Bosher, John Vicari here in the Blazy Electric studio, ready to bring you a pure octane hour of sports content just for you guys. Uh, listen, I've been on cloud nine ever since Sunday night when the Lions won their first playoff game in 30 years. And I haven't come down for that because I get to sit here with a smile on my face some people might not like the way this is going to come out of my mouth. Some people are going to think I'm ahead of myself. Hell, some people might think that's a lot of confidence for someone who just watched their first, uh, just watched their team win their first playoff game in their lifetime. But I sit here today, Wednesday, January 17th, with a smile on my face knowing the Lions didn't just win one playoff game, but I can sit here and guarantee they're going to win two. <gasps> Is that premature? Am I getting ahead of myself? No, I don't think so. Because I'm sitting there watching the Eagles and the Bucks play each other on Monday night. And I'm thinking to myself, it, it, it doesn't matter who wins this game. Both of these teams suck. The Eagles fall off a cliff to end the season. I mean, a hundred foot fall flat on their face. Explode into a million pieces. They are a disaster. And then there's the Buccaneers who over the last couple of days, over the last 48 hours, are getting lots of love. Baker Mayfield, all of a sudden, a no-doubt franchise quarterback. The Bucs will, of course, re-sign him. He's brought them to the playoffs and won a division. Guys, the Bucks suck. Baker Mayfield is a loser. They won one game when the Eagles, their opponent, they wanted no part of it. In no way, shape, or form did that Eagles team want to be there. They had given up. They did not want to tackle. Their playbook was a mess. It was like four different plays. They fell flat on their face, and the Bucks capitalized on it. Congratulations to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You got handed a get-out-of-jail-free card. You got handed a free playoff win. It's not happening again. Baker Mayfield's not coming to Ford Field. And winning a playoff game. Baker Mayfield's not competing in an NFC championship. He's a good guy. Don't dislike him the way I dislike Stafford these days. But listen, if you really think Baker Mayfield with the game on the line in Ford Field, that just set a new decibel record for the loudest stadium, or or new stadium record for, for the decibel record. It's as loud as a jet in there. 133 decibels. Baker Mayfield's not winning a game there. A jet engine, right? A jet engine. Yeah, you know what I meant. Uh, Crazy. I, I, I'm I'm going to sit here and guarantee a Lions win, John. Is that premature of me? I don't think so. I think this team stinks, and the <laughs> Lions are a really good one. Uh, stinks is a bit strong
2: for, for this Buccaneer team. Well, I, just down the stretch of the regular season, and I get a 9 nothing win against the Carolina Panthers in the last week. Uh, wasn't the most convincing way to finish your
1: regular season. Uh, don't, for, and they played don't forget in, getting shellacked by the Saints. <laughs> shellacked,
2: huh? I, I, I just look at what Tampa Bay has in terms of their receiving core, uh-huh. and that's the thing that scares me most. Listen, I feel, and I told you first thing when you came into the office today, I'm like, if I'm a Lions fan, I feel more confident going into this game than I did last week going against the Rams. Because you know Stafford has been there, done that, even though he's towards the tail end of his career. And he has postseason experience. A lot of guys on that defensive side of the ball for LA had it as well. And you took a really good shot from them, and you got out victorious.
1: Listen, I think this, you knocked the second-best team in the NFC outside of the Lions out of the playoffs. I think you did as well. I think you did as well. And the and Buccaneers, you gifted by having to play this Tampa team at home.
2: No, and you do. and And obviously the Buccaneers and the Packers both had what could be perceived as convincing upset wins, but the Cowboys were way better regarded than the Philadelphia Eagles were. I mean, you heard the comparisons if you watched the ESPN broadcast from Buck and Aikman, basically calling them the Patriots in terms of how the Eagles finished the season. So it's the weakest of the playoff wins, in my opinion, but the only thing that will concern me, because it was the negative of the game against the Rams, was this Lions secondary. And mm-hmm. this is a Bucks team, and I know both of these guys really didn't have a big game against the Eagles, but they didn't need to in Godwin and in Evans. Well, here's they the have thing, good man. receiving core. Kate Otten, a tight end, a rookie tight end. He's no Laporta, but targeted eight times. Again, I feel confident about the Lions. The reason the spread is minus five and a half. Last time I checked, you Too can low. correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, it, it's there for a reason. And right now, and we're sort of in preview mode for our show today. I'm I'm picking a Lions win, but the one thing that is in the back of every Lions fan's head and should concern you is the fact that they have not one number one receiver. They have two of them. Yeah, so you did put the Rams. Godwin and Evan. Uh, uh, yeah, eh, so now, Cooper, no, 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 I don't, no, 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 no. I don't so though. Did the Rams. I don't, though. What? I, 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 I wouldn't put Cup in that category anymore. I would put Godwin and Evans in that category, and I think they both took a step back this year just because of the guy who's quarterbacking them. But And,
1: and that, that right there is where I'll jump in. Jump in. You can be worried as hell about these wide receivers until you realize it's Baker Mayfield throwing <laughs> them the ball. Oh, Baker May franchise quarterback, has won a playoff game on two different franchises. I don't care. Mm. Baker Mayfield is a loser. Aww. He is 42 and 47 in his career. That's a .47 win percentage compared to Jared Goff, who has a 56 win percentage. Jared Goff has played 28 more games than Baker Mayfield, yet only has eight more interceptions. Think about that. He's played 28 more games and only has eight more picks. Baker Mayfield has played 28 games less than Jared Goff and has only been sacked seven less times. He cannot handle the pressure. Time and time again, he collapses when people get to him. Even just this season, Goff has had a better completion percentage. 500 more passing yards. Better yards per attempt, better QB rating. Baker Mayfield, in his career while getting pressured, has been one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. Baker has been sacked 16 times in the past five games. That's 3.2 sacks per game. Per game. That would be the sixth worst in the NFL. And it's not as bad when you look at the whole season. But I care about how you finish the year. I care about what your team looks like at the end of the year. And if you include Monday's game, in the last five games, it's 3.2 sacks per game. It'd be six worse. There's been not one game the Bucs have played this season where they have not allowed Baker Mayfield to get sacked. Every single game, they've played 18 of them now, Baker Mayfield has gone down once. Now, on the other hand, the Lions, in the past five games, have had 15 sacks. That's three sacks per game and would be fifth best in the NFL. So for all the talk we had all season long about the Lions can't get home, Aiden Hutchinson can't get home, they've actually turned into one of the best teams in terms of generating sacks to close out the season. And like I said, Baker Mayfield under pressure. His PFF grade goes down all the way to 51. It drops by 30 points when he's under pressure. His completion percentage goes down to 49%. Not even half of his passes get completed when you apply pressure to him. And who leads the NFL in pressures now? That's right, Aiden Hutchinson, if you include the extra playoff game. Interesting enough, Baker Mayfield went under pressure. His yards per attempt go down a whole yard. But for some reason, his average depth of target goes up, meaning he's more likely to take a deep shot, meaning he's more likely to make a mistake. Every time I run into a problem with the Buccaneers that should worry me, I find something to back it up that makes me feel the complete opposite. I don't worry about this team. I think they're going to come to Detroit and inside of a dome, get spanked by this Lions team on both sides of the ball. Inside of a dome? Inside of a dome. Listen,
2: I... I I'm in pretty much in lockstep with you, just not as fully. And, and I probably, you, you should probably be the guy that's more nervous than I am uh, in terms of looking at this game, but th- this is how I look at it. And there's two sides to the Baker Mayfield coin. And I'm going to tell you where I stand coming out of Oklahoma. When he got drafted in 2018, I made a bet with a buddy of mine. I said, he's out of the league in four years. And part of that it was cause I knew the about Browns. Was. <laughs> I, I, well, I thought, Everyone else thought too. He got, he was pretty much out of the league, the Rams and that Sunday night football game. He sort of resurrected himself oh. to use uh, bill
1: Simonson's phraseology today on the huge show. And then do you have, do you know what the implications of that were for lions fans watching that game? I don't remember. No. So the lions had the Rams pick that year and oh. they were supposed to have like the second overall pick until Baker won that game. And they jumped all the way to to six. It's a tough game. But anyway, I'm, I'm sorry. I no, you
2: that was a great little nugget. Uh, But then, yeah, Mayfield gets a chance to lead the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this season, and his first year with the unit brings them to the postseason. And I know the South's bad, and again, he doesn't convince me. And the pressure thing, I think, is the most compelling matchup for Sunday. Who establishes the most pressure? Because you just buried Baker in terms of his PFF grade and his numbers with pressure. The one thing Jared Goff, and I guess you could say this for every quarterback, but the one thing Jared Goff doesn't do well against is pressure. And this is a Buccaneer team that pressured Jalen Hurts, who last time I checked, even with maybe a bum knee, has a lot more mobility than Jared Goff does. They had Hurts pretty much scrambling on every play on Monday night, mm-hmm. and no, the Eagles' offensive line went to the Super Bowl last year. And and there's you know give or take a, a, a player, I think on on the left side, but th- this- that that was the problem. So so it, I I think who establishes the most pressure is. Gonna win this game, and maybe that's basic analysis to some. But you have two quarterbacks, in my opinion, that don't do well against pressure. Because the one thing it was, it was a play late in the second quarter, third and one, and Baker took an egregious sack. So -hmm. if you can pressure him, he he, makes mistakes easy. Yeah, he makes terrible mistakes with that. So, so that's the main thing. But I just will not go off and say, like you said, that Baker Mayfield's a loser because I've been critical of him his entire NFL career, and he continues to prove me wrong. He's he he brought the Cleveland Browns a playoff win. He's 16 the road. They haven't won any other road. game in this century. He's 16 he's, and
1: 30 on the road in his career.
2: He's not a good road player.
1: He's not. I, That's, I, he's not. And and they were at home this past uh they Monday were, night. They were. They were. Um listen, the 16 and 30 on the road is is just a tough <laughs> look. And honestly, you can look at this division and think, uh, well, the only reason they're in the playoffs is because they they are in this horrible division, which is true. They went four and two in the NFC South. Mm-hmm. They went five and two versus teams below 500. And ready for this one? Here we go. They went one and five versus the playoff teams this year. Outscored by double digits in half of those games. Outscored by a total of 35 in those six games. They're one and five versus playoff teams, John. And three and seven versus teams above 500 in general. This is not a good team. This is a bad team in a horrible division that happened to make the playoffs and run into one of the teams that fell flat on their face a month ago. The Eagles had no, they weren't going to win that game. They beat themselves. The Eagles, jeez. Oh, well, one thing to look at,
2: by the way, do you remember how many times Mayfield was sacked by the Lions when they played earlier this season? Was it three? Back against, uh, back in week six? Was it three? Got sacked Once. Once. Uh, Goff got sacked three times. They didn't establish pressure against Tampa. People forget because, again, Tampa's offense just couldn't establish the run in that game, so that's uh, a that sort of
1: counterpoint. That game, they're the worst rushing attack in the NFL. <laughs> they well, White they had ran for the least amount of yards, yards in the NFL this uh-huh. year. They ran for 3.4 yards per attempt, dead last. 5,900 yards or 1,500 yards, dead last. Ba- Baker did have more rushing yards than Hurts did on Monday, though. <laughs> And yet you told us to take us <laughs> over. 989-837-6125. Am I getting ahead of myself? Or are you also in the vote? The Lions are 100,000% going to be playing in an NFC Championship game. That's where I'm at. You can write it in stone for all I care. Lions are going to be playing an NFC Championship weekend. 989-837-6125. Am I getting ahead of myself? Are you with me? Where are you guys on this? Let the Frick Sports Bar text line. Holy cow, can I talk? The Frick Sports Bar text line. In just a little bit, we'll keep the Baker Mayfield, Jared Goff, Detroit Lions versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers divisional round conversation going on the payoff fueled by Forward Energy.
0: Back to the payoff on the Great Lakes Bay region's home for sports. Yeah, everybody looks good at home. Sports Radio 100.9, the MIT. 989 837 9, 8,
1: 6125. Are you ready to lock in right in space? write in stone, write in sharp, whatever you want to write in. Are you ready to lock in that the Lions are going to be playing in the NFC Championship cuz that's where I'm at. I'm looking at this Bucks team and I think they're absolute garbage. One of the wor- they're the the worst team left in the playoffs. They're lucky to even make the playoffs. They got luckier that they got to play the Eagles who were already a dead man walking. I don't think Baker Mayfield's a good quarterback. I don't think this is a good Bucks team. They went 1 and 5 versus playoff teams in the regular season. Whereas John, on the other hand, says, "I don't know, Baker Mayfield. He caused call some him, trouble
2: this year. I wouldn't call him a great quarterback by any means. I call him middle of the road. If and that. he's got he's got guys around him. That's the one thing that concerns me. How many yards is Godwin going to have? How many yards is Evans going to have? They did the uh-huh. Lions to their credit. They did, only got one sack, but they established pressures in the Tampa Bay game back in Week Six. And Godwin was their leading receiver with." 67 yards and they couldn't establish the run game so there was more onus on uh the air attack mayfield had to throw it 37 times and if you can get him to throw that much this sunday i think it's going to be beneficial for detroit because he did that against philly too but that's just because philly just kept turning it over right uh and and just you know just kept uh going three and out but (laughs) um yeah like you trust Goff more than Mayfield in these scenarios. It's just Baker, who's been written off so many times, keeps, keeps coming back, two different franchises, two different playoff wins, and he may not handle pressure the best, but he looks pretty good against the Eagles this past uh, Monday night, and they have some guys that are under the radar because Godwin and Evans combined for under 100 yards on Monday night. They didn't need him. They found a rookie tight end of their own, and Cade Otten, he had eight receptions. They have some weapons there, and that's the but one the thing. The Eagles quit. The like one- I, I
1: hate using that game as an example because the Eagles didn't show I guess up. You. They have been well. Done they just for missed tackles
2: month. and 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 had blown coverages, and that's the main knock of the Lions this past Sunday, right?
1: Blown coverages, yes. Missed tackles, absolutely not. No. So, so half what, of it. what's the formula for the Bucks to even win this game? Because every scenario I run through in my head, it's like, yeah, but they're not going to be able to stop that. Mm-hmm. They're not stopping this Lions rushing attack. And I get it. Oh, week six, the Lions only ran for 40 yards. They did not have Jameer Gibbs. David Montgomery got six carries before he came out of the game. That n- it has no representation of how the Lions' run game actually is. And even if that's the case, say the Bucs take away the run. Vita Veo, one of the best in the business at doing so. In that game against the Bucs week six, Goff threw for 40. Threw the ball 44 times, yeah. 353 yards, mm-hmm. and two touchdowns, and was able to get the job done with Amon Ross St. Brown. Lions team is completely healthy. By the grace of God, they've made it to the divisional week with really no injuries. Khalif Raymond, really the only guy dealing with a couple injuries. Dan Campbell gave us an update earlier today on him. He's better. He's better. I won't Honestly, this is going to be one of those that comes down to probably Friday or Saturday before we know for sure. He's improved a ton. So it sounds like we might have Khalif Raymond back. You're getting your punt returner back. Jamison Williams wasn't really the Jamison Williams we know of today during week six. That was one of his first games back from the regular season. In fact, I think going into that game, we were kind of being like, hey, J-Mo, this is your make or break game. And he ended up catching that long touchdown. Yeah. So I'm just having a hard time seeing any sort of formula where the Bucks win this thing. They can't run the ball. The worst in the NFL in it. They can't protect Baker Mayfield. And everybody knows when Baker Mayfield is under pressure, he turns into one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. They protected him against Detroit. Back in week six, they won sack. Hutch had two tackles. Guess who else was out during that game? Josh Pascal. He's a starter. Say what you want. He's a starter. Jonah Jackson also didn't play during that game. It's another reason the Lions couldn't establish the running attack. I don't know. I just think a healthy Lions team is significantly better than this Bucks team. I agree. I and agree. If I just, you considering are so convincingly. the convincingly. Because it's at Ford Field, I just don't, I can't picture Baker Mayfield, four minutes left, has to go score a touchdown to win the game. I just don't see any other result than that happening with an interception. I don't understand how you can look at that game and think to yourself, well, Baker Mayfield can go down and win this game. No, if it's a close game in the fourth quarter, the Lions are winning. And I don't even anticipate it being a, for, a, a close game. There's no reason it should be. This Bucks team isn't good. <laughs> They're not. They weren't good against any good teams this entire season. They got to beat up on the Panthers, barely. They got a win over the Saints and then got throttled by them. I think they got two wins over Atlanta. And then they beat a bunch of other bad teams. Against teams below 500, they were 5-2. and two. I have a question for you. What's up?
2: Play play this hypothetical game for me. Uh huh. And I know it's hard to get into the mind of others, but let's try this. You would say Jordan Love and CJ Stroud are better quarterbacks than uh, than
1: Baker. No doubt. No doubt. L- n- zero doubt.
2: You you think San Fran and Baltimore both minus nine and a half over Detroit minus six and a half? Like it's why up to six is it- and a half?
1: It's up to six and at least to my odds. Maybe it, you it have opened at, five, at and five and a half or opened at six. I think it went down to five.
2: Like you're not giving CJ Stroud a chance. It's a
1: it's a two score game in Baltimore. Jordan well, loves well, playing Baltimore in San Well, Baltimore is also Francisco. a much better team than I think the the Baltimore's a much better so, team than Detroit is. I think. I I think this should be closer to like an eight and a half point spread. You do okay. Yeah, I think the that, lines throttle Tampa like,
2: Bay. The, that that's the hold for me. You know, or one of the holdups. I don't just go by the Vegas lines with, with you know all my thinking, but. That's the holdup because you're viewing this and hey, after that Rams win, I'm fine saying that, especially on, you know, we in sports talk, we do a lot of what have you done for me lately? The Lions beat a really good Rams team, outlasted them and had a dominant performance in front of a great home crowd. And they get to play at home again this week in the dome, as you like to say. Uh, all right, and, and then that's the lo- Bucks lo- yeah, that's had a what win done. that you don't even really consider a playoff win. No. And then a because lot of people, every no, single you person don't.
1: in Philadelphia media right now wants Nick Sirianni gone. They're saying they gave up on their coach and, and they essentially quit on the season. Season was done before they even got into the playoffs. So you look at what they did at the end of the regular season. 9-0 to zero win in Week 18. This, by the way, this was a must-win game.
2: I, if I you know, lose this I game, know. if
1: you're Tampa Week 18, you lose this game, you don't make the playoffs. Yep. That's, that tells you how that division went this year. And you don't even score a touchdown versus Carolina? Week before, you're shut out going into the fourth quarter against the Saints team. Stats look good. Baker threw for over 300 yards. Give him a contract. No. I, I, I can't look at anything this team. Their most impressive win is honestly Green Bay. That's their most impressive. That's the only win they have against the playoff team this year. And what week was that? Uh, week 15. December seventeenth. So okay, sure. Right, I'm I to say that was when Jordan Love for was Jordan Love. Yeah, if it, no, was no, it was earlier in the week.
2: I I wouldn't I wouldn't give them credit or earlier in the season. I should say I wouldn't give them the same credit.
1: Listen, when the Bucks played Tampa or, or when the Lions went down to Tampa Bay, week six, they were banged up. No Jameer Gibbs, David nope. Montgomery left the game early. Sam Laporta was banged up. They were missing an offensive. Wasn't banged up? Yeah. Because he had, he was targeted 11 times in that he game. He played, but he came into the game dealing kept, with some they injuries. Kept, they
2: kept throwing it to him, and Levante David showed him down.
1: And Amon Ross St. Brown went absolutely nuts that game. And that's the other thing. My, someone told this to me earlier today, and I kind of had to think about it for a second. Is Amon Ross St. Brown the best receiver left in the playoffs? Ooh. Go through it. I, uh, I think no, he No, of is. course,
2: Romeo Dobbs,
1: because, you know, Jordan Love just makes <laughs> him that great.
2: <laughs> I no, joke, but, I but, joke.
1: But, but I'm serious. Like, it, it, it kind of took me off guard for a second and then i thought about it and i'm like
2: yeah he he is some would take Diggs and
1: Whoa. samuel Pfft.
2: i'm just saying some would still i wouldn't take Diggs. Those i people, would take samuel
1: those people watch football on sunday <laughs> thanks man <laughs> uh but i think i'd take him over evans i'd take him over godwin i would too i'd take him over debo you said you wouldn't take him over Diggs.
2: i wouldn't take him over debo D-
1: uh, all right and, and Diggs is a
2: conversation for me all right. Not- I, I just think I I think Diggs gets. I think if Diggs played indoors eight times a year, I th- I think his numbers would be similar. What about the fact that Josh Allen did, just stopped what. throwing the ball to him? <laughs> not- he's got
1: he's got to run it. He's got to run it. He's got to what? Run it? Is that what you said? Yeah, Allen's got to run it. got oh, no oh. reason to throw
2: when he's just going to run it sixty yards. I you thought know?
1: you meant the Bucks have to run. No, it. It no, like no, they no. can't do. The Bucks that. can't They're run. the worst team that, in the NFL. That, in that, it.
2: That's the main thing. It's you know that really is why I'm and believe me people I'm you know I'm confident the Lions I'm just not as overly confident as Ben is um they are one-dimensional offense yeah like D- Dan Campbell could say in the press conference and Aaron Glenn could say yeah we're gonna try to make them one dimensional and no they already and are. Demolish the run no they don't have a run game
1: see here's the crazy thing if you're the Lions who have been one of the best teams in the NFL all season long uh, all season long at stopping the run in fact they only allowed 1,509 yards, second best in the NFL, 3.7 yards per carry, third best in the NFL. Mm -hmm. I don't even think you have to load up the box or anything to try and stop this this run attack that's led by Rashad White and Chase Edmonds. Like I don't even think you have to load up the box. This is a game where you can play in the nickel a lot, bring in an extra DB to make sure you slow down Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, and if the Bucs dare to run the ball, I think your guys are going to be able to take care of it. Ify Melifanwu, CJ Gardner-Johnson, those guys can play in the box. And Alex Anzalone and Derek Barnes have been great all season long. Jack Campbell has really come along as one of these premier guys playing in the middle. I know we gave him a lot of slack around this time of year in Tampa Bay, but he's come along a really far way. I just don't see an outcome where Tampa can really hang in it with the Lions. Sure, maybe it's close in the first half, but I think inevitably the Lions offense is just gonna outpace this Bucks Bucks team and they're not gonna be able to keep up. Nine eight nine eight three seven six one two five. Are you team Ben? Are you team John? Are the Buccaneers gonna be able to hang in this one? Or are you ready to book your ticket to go to San Fran or Green Bay? Actually, who knows? No, they can't go to Green Bay. Yeah, they come for the field. Green Bay can do the unthinkable. <laughs> the Lions would be hosting an NFC championship. That would be insane. An NFC North battle in the NFC Championship. Dude, didn't you think last
2: year you expelled that team, man?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I did. I did. Didn't you think it was over? I I really thought it was over for Green Bay, and look at this. Aaron Rodgers left this for the mess going on in New York. Loser. Loser. 989-837-6125. How confident are you in the Lions? We'll hit the text line next on the payoff fueled by forward energy. More
0: of the Great Lakes Bay region's only local sports show. Back to the payoff.
1: 989 837 6125. That's the number to text into if you guys want to join the conversation here on the payoff. Got a lot to get to still. Uh, Bally Sports sounds like it's going down, getting bought out by the big monopoly, Amazon Prime. And
2: Not necessarily basis. bought out, but they're getting well, saved by Amazon. Wow. Well, all
1: right. But first, got to hit the Frick Sports Bar text line one more time. That's 989-837-6125. We'll kick things off with Iggy from Midland. How's it going, Iggy? I agree. NFC Championship game, here we come. The reason the Eagles lost because Matt Patricia is the defensive coordinator. It's (laughs) sure one of them. It's sure one of them. Matty Ice, baby. If I was, I would clean house if I was. What's the, Greg, Greg, who's the guy running the Eagles? Their GM? Greg Uh, Rosenthal? No. Something like that. No, nah, something. Yeah. Clean house, man. Everybody yeah, well, he gave tried up. to make
2: in season changes.
1: Well, no, that was Sirianni. Sirianni, no, was Sirianni. tried to make in season changes, and that went horribly. Horribly. Nick Sirianni. Howie got Roseman. It. Howie Roseman. That's who it is. Uh, not Greg Rosenthal. That guy works for NFL Network. Uh, but yeah, Iggy, Iggy's on board with the NFC Championship. Uh, On the way. Michael from Midland chiming in. Ben, great points. Ford Field will be even louder this week, and playoff tickets are even more expensive. Where do you choose to watch the game? Uh, At the trade deadline, we thought the Lions would need to get help at edge. Now it looks like our corners are getting shredded. A formula to win? How about shred our corners again? Which was my point. I just have a hard time thinking Baker Mayfield's going to be able to get it to his guys. He did against the Eagles. I mean... Yeah, got it to as, you decayed
2: out in eight times. As baby. much as
1: Matt Stafford, like lit the Lions up, they scored twenty points. That's it. Don't you feel like the Lions will be able to score twenty points at home versus anybody in the NFL? And do you really think Baker Mayfield and this offense is going to outperform the Rams' offense that it was one of the hottest offenses in the NFL while healthy to close out the season? No, a lot of people would argue they were the best offense in the NFL because a lot of metrics back that up when everyone was healthy. And they only put up 20 points in Ford Field. I don't see the Bucs outperforming that.
2: I, I, I agree in terms of uh, not expecting Baker maybe, but you forget who he has at receivers. I didn't expect Puka, even the rookie season that he had, to be over 100 yards before halftime. And that was the case. <laughs> Like I'm taking Evans, I'm taking Godwin over him. I'm sorry,
1: I am. But Bo- you're taking both of them over Puka, yeah. or Ra. Is that Puka? No,
2: over Puka. I'm not taking either of them I, over I might take we'll get to Mike Evans, who does, but yeah,
1: I might take Mike Evans. But I don't know about Godwin at this point. Myron Davis chiming in: uh, The Bucks won't be much of a challenge. No running game and hardly any receivers. Yeah, no. Whoa. Uh, the best we can hope for is a packer. Is that the Packers take care of the Niners? That's an NFC title game I would like to see. You want you got something to say about this one? I,
2: I think I got something that you will say or what you're thinking. As afraid of San Francisco as you are, and you know in your heart of hearts that they're better than Green Bay, you don't want to play the Packers again.
1: Stop. You don't. Stop. I know it for a fact. Listen, here, here's, the about, here's the thing about the 49ers-Packers matchup is – Everyone's gonna overreact to the Packers how they've closed out the season, the fact that they won mm-hmm. this game, thrashed the Cowboys. Guys, they're still ten and a half point underdogs. Like San yep. Francisco kind of out of sight, out of mind. You haven't seen him in three weeks. Yeah. Once Sunday rolls it. around because they didn't play their starters week eighteen. Uh, they didn't have to play because they had a bye. And then here comes week number three of not seeing San Francisco. This is a juggernaut of a team. They are. I don't really, <laughs> I'd be shocked if Green Bay got it done, but hey, you can only cross your fingers. But the, no, that, that's nuts what you just said, that we don't want to see Green Bay. Yes, that's what do. I think in your heart of yes, hearts.
2: I, I, San Francisco is the better team.
1: Yeah. So why would we not want to see Green Bay? I get that. I get that. Especially just, in Ford Field. Team right now. In Ford Field? I don't think the Lions are losing another game in Ford Field this year. I'll say that. All right. Jeremy from Beaverton chiming in. What's going on, Jeremy? Jare Bear. Uh, dude, why would you sound so ridiculous? They are doomed now. Way to go. But seriously, I think they win. You shouldn't be so confident, though. I don't believe in superstitions. Do you? Are you a superstitious guy? You do, though, because you, you wear a, a ski mask. That doesn't, that, I just like the ski mask. <laughs> I just like the blue ski mask. And he also says, I disagree. Mike Evans is better. And also, who has the most expensive corn in the country? Tampa Bay. Buck and near. It's a joke. <laughs> no. It's a Buccaneer. No, no,
2: Even though, no. you know, Tampa, Tampa Bay
1: and corn go, you know, hand to hand. I would boo I'll, Jeremy if he told me that in person. <laughs> i go boo. One thing on the Mike Evans is better than Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh No. No. Amon Ross St. Brown had more catches this year, had more yards, had more first downs. Mike Evans got him in the touchdown category. Give me that again. What was that? Amon Ross St. Brown had more receptions and more yards this year. We're talking head with Evans. Yeah, head-to-head with Evans. Yeah. And was named first-team All-Pro. Mm-hmm. Nothing against Mike Evans. I think yeah. he's still one of the top guys in the league. Yeah. But Amon he's a Ross, future Hall of Famer. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah lock Amon. Ra has like solidified himself as one of the five best receivers in football. I and heard. I don't think Mike Evans is in that, that category anymore. Uh, all right. Last text for the Dwayne from base. Dwayne's back. Wow. <laughs> Dwayne, it's been a while, Dwayne. It's been a while. Uh, Dwayne says, I think if we had some, some balance of our pass defense, we would blow teams out because we can't cover teams. The games will always be close. Let's face it. Cam Sutton should blitz and play inside more as an extra pass rusher to help spy on Baker Mayfield because Sutton gets burned so badly. I hope MCDC relayed this to Aaron Glenn because we can't afford to continue to get burned. Yeah. He got two really
2: good receivers the, the, and then a tight end to, yeah, is a rookie tight end and he's no Laporta, but he had eight catches against uh, Philadelphia. The
1: good thing is for Sutton as bad as it's been in the last month, going against Justin Jefferson, mm-hmm. C.D. Lamb, Puka. like Puka. yeah, it, It's tough to go against. Uh, I, wh- how many corners are really locking all those guys down in a row? Is Cam Sutton a cornerback one? No, that's not what I'm trying to sell. But I do think going against a, someone a little bigger, someone not as quick, someone like Mike Evans, who's more of a, a physical threat, that's a better matchup for Cam Sutton, in my opinion, rather than a guy who's a, a really good route runner who's going to juke some dudes out of his shoes. This, I think, is a better matchup for Cam Sutton. Now, I'm not going to say Mike Evans isn't going to do anything on Cam Sutton. That's not what I'm saying. I just think it's, it's a slightly better matchup. Anyway, uh, all right. We've been doing this every Wednesday. And one more time, if you guys want to keep texting in, you guys have been great. 989 837 6125. Kind of a new Wednesday tradition. How about some winners and whiners, John? Let's start one out with, eh, let's start positive. Let's do a winner winner, winner, chicken dinner. How about Jared Goff? Oh. Can we start with Jared Goff? The new king of Detroit. We never chanted Stafford's name like that. Jared, Jared, Jared. I think it's safe to say he probably got a contract extension. I think it's safe to say he's the, the franchise Jared guy now. Goff! Yeah, there it is. Jared Goff! I, I'm counting Jared Goff as a winner this week. You? Oh no, bet. Yeah, no, of course. <laughs> the, the, the guy won a playoff game. S- something that hasn't happened since 91. Of course. How about a whiner? Oh. <laughs> Kelly Stafford. Oh, come on. If I never heard Kelly Stafford speak, oh. oh, my life would be so much better. What is this? First of all, first of all, she starts complaining that the Lions won't give her a sweet. Justified. <sighs> T-Swift gets one. T-Swift not getting <laughs> one in Ford Field. I don't know. She can go stand with everybody else. Um wow. Then she has the audacity after the game to say, the Detroit Lions fans booed my daughters. No, they didn't. No one was booing your daughters. Then she backpedals on her little podcast and says, wow. no, they weren't booing their daughters. They were booing me. Yeah, because you stink. We don't like when you talk. It's annoying. She's, she's a whiner this week for me. This is like the fourth time she's done this. She apologizes for her past words like all the time. If you listen to her podcast, frequent listener.
2: I say you, you listen to Bill Simmons and, uh, and then Kelly Stafford. How about a winner? All
1: right. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Uh, listen, this one's going to sound weird since he kind of just got pushed out the building. I'm going to say Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick kind of leaving a not so great situation and now has the option to join really whatever team he wants with a head coach vacancy. You, you're, It looks like you're shaking your head. Does he not have priority number one wherever he, he does. wants to go? He's 72. I, I, I think he's going to be set up to succeed wherever he goes. He's not going to take a bad job. No, he's got the pick of the litter, you know? And now he gets to try to do something without Brady. He could jump on the Dallas train if Mike McCarthy gets fired. Nick Sirianni could jump on the Eagles train. I don't know. I think Bill Belichick might have a couple more years left in him. I'm going to call him a winner. Who agrees
2: uh, to a contract first with an NFL team? Belichick or Harbaugh?
1: Belichick. <laughs> I think Belichick. <laughs> uh, how about a whiner? Hey! Matt Stafford. Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, listen, after the game, somebody asked Matt Stafford, hey, man, you happy for the ki- people in Detroit? And you know what he said? No, I'm happy for the players. Screw you too, then, man. Screw you too. I I've really have just have a dislike for that family at this point. I'm sorry. Dude, he's your childhood, man. He gave you a lot of game-winning drives. In meaningless regular season (laughs) games, Jared Goff has given me infinitely more. Wow. Uh, How about another winner?
0: Winner, winner, chicken dinner.
1: Jordan Love? Yeah. Jordan Love? Here we go. Started uh, 2-5, and now obviously in the division, divisional round of the playoffs. John, you want to remind me again why Aaron Rodgers decided to leave the Packers? You, wanted to, you want, Does anybody have a, a, a real reason as to why he wanted to leave this quote-unquote horribly run organization that's now in the divisional round again?
2: Yeah, a fractured relationship over time, and he felt instead of drafting Jordan Love, he should have added another receiver to Rodgers. But we now realize, too, maybe Rodgers shouldn't have kept some of his buddies around and they should have let, you know, Romeo Dobbs, Jordan Wicks, and whoever the heck else they got over there in Green Bay, and maybe a little more Aaron Jones instead of Randall Cobb and Alan Lazard, Uh, but yeah, he didn't feel it was a win now scenario. And a lot of people coming into this year, even some that might have been, you know, having an upside with Love, or like ah, you know, he's not a rookie because he's not, even though he's a first year quarterback, he has had years to sit on the bench and learn under what is one of the best uh, quarterbacks in NFL history. But
1: no one anticipated.
2: Yeah, no one anticipated Love leading them to the playoffs.
1: They're better than they were last year. I don't know if they're, they're not better than they were the year before when Rogers kept getting one seeds and two mm-hmm. seeds and one seeds and two seeds. And then for some reason, he just said this was a dysfunctional organization. I don't want to be here. You guys suck at drafting. Yeah. Look at them now. They went crazy. Long- the last injured- three drafts. I, I, I don't get it, man. Yeah. De- and he left delusional
2: and, and something underrated in all of this. And this is no shot at Robert Saleh Cause he's never had a quarterback to uh, coach. Matt Lafleur is a good coach. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> he's gonna be there a long time. Green Green Bay's always gonna be. I, I, I'm not gonna call him Tomlin yet. Where it's like even on down years, they're gonna go to the postseason every year, like Tomlin manages to do every single season in Pittsburgh. But Lafleur's a good coach. Uh, they're, I, they're just such a well run. Like you said, oh, he's leaving them because he felt they were poorly run.
1: Packers are just no, such. Aaron Rodgers is just a toxic person to yeah. work with.
2: Well, and and you know he wants to be the star and he wants to do things his way and wants he felt to lose. He's here earned that and now we'll see if he can make uh, you know something in New York.
1: I've got two more whiners, so give me two little whans. <laughs> all right, real quick, the, <laughs> the the Rams the Rams fans. Oh yeah, so, I just, so I just everyone hate the whining is L.A. Well, all the Rams fans, which I didn't know there was any. Oh. Um are all pissed that Kirby Joseph tackled Tyler Higby and tore his ACL, calling him a dirty player. I think they're just trying to salvage your season. Like, dude, that's not why you lost. Your season's over. Dan Campbell defended Kirby Joseph on it.
0: That's how we play football here. Just keep your head up. See what you hit. You know, that, that's, that'll always be what I tell Kirby. Just keep your eyes up so you don't hit on the crown of your helmet. You hit a spine, you know, you mess yourself up there. Just see what you hit. But no, I mean, we're, he's going
1: for the thigh board and, you know, staying away from the head. That's how we play defense here. We're not dirty. It's just, you know, we're, we hit. It's just all the Rams fans complaining, trying to grasp something to keep their season alive. You lost. You lost. Like, I, I, I'm, I, I pray for Tyler Higby. I hope he does better. I, hope he, I wish him a speedy recovery. It's not why you lost the game, man. And that wasn't a dirty hit. Those kind of plays happen every single week in the NFL. Uh, last whiner I have, and then we'll move on. You see the George, you see the George Pickens clip after the Steelers got blown out. No, on, what do, you do? On Sunday, or whatever day that was Monday. Did you do TikTok? Like no, no, Juju no. Smith? Well, no, George Pickens. They go, "What's going to be on your mind after today's game?" And he goes, "The refs, the refs, the refs, the refs." I wish I, I, I should have sent you the audio. And he was just like, "I'm never going to be able to forget about the refs in this one." Just didn't feel like we had a fair chance. Such a loser.
2: It's uh, That's easy such scapegoat. a loser
1: mindset, man. Everything in Pittsburgh just seems like culturally broken from what, what,
2: what is he supposed to say? We, we had a, we uh, lost the we, game. We, we got to have...
1: play better. We can't blame the referees for our mistakes to sit after a game and say the only reason <laughs> we lost is because of the refs is such a loser mindset. I,
2: I think a better quote would have been that they have, you know, the UFL MVP coming up and Mason Rudolph as the quarterback. <laughs> and that was probably the reason. <sighs> Come yeah. on, they were throwing snowballs at him. Yeah.
1: Them. Yeah. <laughs> All right, nine 6125 three seven six one two five. We'll hit the Frick Sports Bar text line one more time when we come back, and then we got to talk about this whole bally sports thing with the time we have remaining. So stay with us on the payoff fueled by Forward Energy.
0: The payoff continues. More from the Great Lakes Bay region's home for sports, Sports Radio one hundred point nine, The Mit.
1: All right, John, let's make some money. Maybe. Maybe. There it is. Lock of
0: the day. You better lock it up. You lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up.
1: All right. Uh, yeah, not yesterday. Monday. Yesterday, we didn't have a show. Monday, my lock hit. John, unfortunately... You got to make up for yourself on this one. I'll let you go first. What's your lock of the day?
2: I have to. Yeah, well, we're going to look at the Red Wings-Panthers games tonight. Of course, uh, both the Pistons and Red Wings in action. Only two games in the NHL tonight. One of them is Detroit against the Florida Panthers. In a down. playoff spot. Yeah, it's two teams right now that have had strong seasons. Telling you guys, and this is must-watch hockey. It is, and it, it it's uh, the puck drop at seven, not on our air, but it's, you know, after our show, so you don't have to leave us prematurely. I'm going to go Dylan Larkin points. It's pretty simple. Over uh, a half a point would be minus 180 on most books. The reason is because last five games he at least has one point. I'm not willing to go goal score for him, even though I do feel confident he's going to make an impact tonight, just because when these two teams matched up earlier in the season, Larkin only had one shot on goal. So I think Florida knows, hey, yeah, he's their best player. Let's defend him, and Florida's got some great skill. Matthew Kachuk, maybe the best American-born player right now, uh, in the National Hockey League so you you know Panthers are a really good team but I think Larkin whether it's an assist or maybe a goal but I'm not willing to go that far but over half a point just because of the streak I think it will continue tonight
1: and not to mention Patrick Kane out for the remainder of this yep. road trip so you're not going to have uh, that guy in in the rotation today no nope. coming in so yeah Larkin I like it I like it my lock of the day is your New York Knicks minus oh, six and a half? I like that. They're, They're taking on the, ro- Rockets. the Rockets. They're taking on the Rockets. <laughs> the Rockets uh, on the road are just four and 14 against the spread, six and 11. Knicks at home, 11 and five against the spread, six, nine, six and one. Uh, since trading for OG Ananobi, Knicks are five and two. I think they've got the experience. They've got the veteran team. And I think the MSG lights are just a bit too bright for those young Rockets. That right there is the lock of the day. There we go. Lock of the day. You better lock it up. You lock
0: it up. Lock it up. Lock it up.
1: Lock it up. All right, let's hit the Frick Sports Bar text line one more time. Mr. Snackman joining us now. Lions will win the NFL. It's all about money. And the Detroit Lions have been excellent in primetime games. Follow the following. What does that mean? What does follow the following mean? (laughs) I don't know. I don't, I don't follow know. Follow the
2: following. I guess follow the, you know, where the, where the viewership's going. Yeah. I mean, you you could say that too. Then, okay, the Packers 49ers, uh, you're going to want Green Bay. No, listen, I mean, they, no matter what, and this is the power of the NFL, it just draws eyebrows, uh, uh, eyeballs, I should say, not eyebrows, it draws eyeballs in. Dallas and Green Bay got a massive rating over 40 million, and the Lions did really great because it's a fun story. But San Francisco Green Bay is probably going to get higher rated than Detroit Tampa Bay this weekend. It's just the facts of the matter. One Saturday in prime time between two historic franchises going at it and another one's Baker versus Goff, even as compelling as the Lions story is. So I don't think, you know, that, that's a little conspiracy for me.
1: Jalen from Midland chiming in. We need to play more zone but mix it up with multiple blitz packages because we don't have all the personnel with the with the exception of Hutch, uh, to play man to man, the Lions will blow people away if they can keep receivers in front of them, and I believe the zone mixes in with the pass rush blitzes can allow that to happen. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> nice, Mister Overly Confident, just giving a side to that, huh? You're supposed to say, "Yeah, uh, darn right, I, I don't darn know. right." Jalen, they're not going okay to keep Godwin and Evans in front
1: of them. I'm, zone zone blitzes aren't really Aaron Glenn's thing. Just just cause mayhem. That's all I need. Just cause mayhem and have Baker Mayfield going backwards, have him going left, have him going right, have him panicking. And I think the Lions win this game. Uh, Jalen also says, lastly, CJ is trash talking that Tampa team that has no quarterback. And I hope this doesn't bite us and make Baker Mayfield eats us alive. Uh, Yeah, Baker was talking a little bit of crap about CJ today, uh, saying he needs to watch more film because CJ made a comment about Russell Gage who hasn't played a snap for the Bucks this year. And C- Baker was like, eh, well, apparently they're not watching film with us. And uh, CJ was like, I watch enough film. Just ask the guy that was playing quarterback before because CJ picked him off and that was when Tom Brady threw his laptop or his little iPad or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Leave it up to CJ to get into, get into uh, an argument with the quarterback before the game even starts. Love that guy. Hey, it's, what, it's what the vet's supposed to do. Yeah, that, that is why he's here. Uh, John trash, trash Talk Baker Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we know we're probably going to play Baker in the we playoffs. We need to get in his
2: head. We're giving you we're giving you this contract because we need a veteran presence who's going to just trash talk Baker. <laughs> he's not a Baker
1: bro. We, we fear Baker Mayfield. We need you to get in his head, <laughs> CJ. <laughs> At least is good for something. Uh, John, we got a problem. Do it. I really wanted to talk about this Bally Sports thing, but now I feel like we're not going to do it justice if we only talk about it for the next three minutes. We,
2: we could we could save it for tomorrow. I I, I can give you a surprise, uh, or did that I, I told you? Oh, you know, I have a little surprise story.
1: All right, that's what we're gonna do. Here's gonna, uh, for, uh, a, a for anyone water. listening. For anyone listening, huge news in the Bally Sports Department. I think this is gonna make a lot of people upset, a lot of people, because this is gonna change the way you watch sports drastically. I for one love this, but I'm also a Gen Z person. Yes. I think a lot of people my age are going to like this. Whereas a lot of people listening to the show, it's going to make their lives a lot more difficult. We're going to talk about it tomorrow. Perfect.
2: Good. Well, look at that. That's a tease people. That is grade a, I got a clip. That, that was good. That was, yeah, that was good. That's what you put on the reel.
1: John, that was good. You've got three minutes.
2: All right. I've, I've got two, but this is what I'm going to tell you. I saw, uh, well, actually first, let me preface it. What, When's
1: your birthday? You've got two minutes. April 5th. Opening day. Oh, yeah. Opening day. So
2: maybe I get you a birthday gift. How about this? $70 value, and you can get a cameo video from one Connor Stallions. (laughs) Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Stallions has joined cameo. So, I mean, I'm thinking we use them. Like, we have to talk with Brad, obviously, uh, general manager here at the station, about how we budget this. But, you know, a rejoiner with, you know, Hey, this is Connor Stallions, (laughs) former Michigan assistant and analyst. You're listening to the payoff here on hundred point nine, the MIT. I think that would be iconic. I think that'd be great. Hey, uh, what is this business? Hey, it's Connor Stallions. I actually shouldn't be within 30 minutes of Mount pleasant, Michigan. It goes (laughs) actually against my restraining order. So, but I recorded this. I didn't record in studio, but yeah, uh,
1: go loons and go the MIT. I have no comment.
2: Like, I, I mean, there's endless possibilities for just
1: $70. We, maybe we could have him. We could have like a celebrity, celebrity day with the loons. Yeah, like he's Brandon, signing autographs. I mean, people would love that. People would eat that up. Now, of course, you'd have just as many people. Well, maybe not just as many. You'd have some people throwing tomatoes at him. Oh, but I think you'd have more people asking for autographs, asking to take a picture with them. And Arbor might need to build a statue of this guy. Uh, well, a cameo for seventy dollars for one Connor Stallion. What business is this? Or do you just like DM Connor Stallions on Instagram? And are like, No, hey, it's good.
2: you. Do, do you know what Cameo is?
1: No. I know Actually, what a Cameo is. Okay,
2: so Cameo is a video app where you can request for celebrities. You pay a fee and then they read whatever script oh. they have. And some celebrities mail it in and some do a good job with it. And I think it's a waste of money, but $70, I want Stallions.
1: <laughs> do they charge their own rate?
2: Yeah, well, I, the website and the person makes it. Because gotcha. like if it, if no one's biting then whatever and some people worth more some people worth less. Counter you get you get some ex uh,
1: WWE guys for like ten bucks. You know what I th- I think we can do this without the app. I think we can we can pull some strings and get Connor mm, Stallions. We'll see. Here. All right, make sure you guys tune into the payoff tomorrow night. Just a a, a, a condensed version because Michigan State's gonna start at six thirty, so you guys can hear us from six to six thirty before Michigan State tips off. Until then, this is the payoff, and I hope it was worth it.